Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. He says he grew up listening to Wacky 103.5 today. He got to see firsthand how that radio magic is made and even got to take his seat behind the microphone, something he says he's wanted to do for years. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. I've won 28 Emmys, a Peabody, hosted who knows how many Olympics, World Series, Super Bowls, NBA Finals, and nobody gives a about any of that anymore. After all I've done, if you Google my name, the first thing that comes up is Pink Eye, before all the honors, even before Bob Costa's feet. And as it happens, my feet are goddamn delightful. I believe in you. <laughs> Don't bogart that joint, my friend. For some pizza, you guys. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. When I get honey, I hump a pillow. And now, hello, Jane. It's Fred Rogers. I wondered if it was all right to come right away. Our feature presentation. <laughs> oh my God. That is not at all. How we wanted to start. Very inappropriate. Very Jeez, forward. Fred. And it makes him a bad lover. <clears throat> We're all thinking that, right? What? Sure. Uh, morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 19th of April. The 19th up, of April, I should say. <laughs> Anyone going out for a succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> hey, is... Um, Dumb question. If you're not a religious person, is Easter a thing? Does it impact your weekend at all? I think it's a big thing just because of kids and, you know, and the egg eggs. Things. Yeah. But I, but that's if you have kids. Yeah. But Otherwise, also Easter, no one's, Easter brunch. People go to Easter brunch. That's what I was wondering. But was no wondering one's if, forcing you to celebrate. Right. No, 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 I'm just are, wondering because... Are you guys seems... just all looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, just, uh, I was just wondering because, you know, like Thanksgiving, it's traditional that everybody gets together and has a meal. You get together with friends and family and stuff like that. Easter, same thing or no? Is Easter much more... I don't know anything about Easter. I, it would be. It would probably be one you don't do in the same... Like, that's... I don't think it's... Yeah, you're not gathering at someone's correct. house. Bringing yes. your own... I have, a, I have a question. Sure. Yes. How are you this far into life and you don't know Easter? <laughs> Great question. Well, I just... What's going on with you? Well, I have no memory of my childhood, so I don't know right, whether... but there I... was an Easter last year and the year before and the year before and the year before right. and the year before. But I just... I'm starting to hear a bunch of people talking. You know, you see Good Friday is trending sure. and you start to think, oh, it's the big holiday weekend. Although any holiday weekend that doesn't involve a Monday day off, I think it's a pretty bogus holiday weekend. But uh, I just, I was just wondering if I was missing out on something. You know what I, I mean? Like, there should be Easter stuff I should be doing. Like, what is it 
take to get that Monday off? I mean, the guy came back from the dead. <laughs> Thank you. Can we have a little rest? Thank you. Jeez. It would only be appropriate. Thank you, Mazaklan. Yeah, if anybody deserves a Monday off, it's it's us. That's Thank correct. You. That's right. <laughs> after after Easter weekend. So is anybody doing anything special for Easter? I guess is my question. I'm going to go watch a, a little egg deal. What? <laughs> what is that? You going What's to a diner? Deal? What are you... No. He's going to go watch a little egg deal. A little, like the hiding of the eggs, and then the kids go. And she has friends. Being, cute. She's, being she's saying she has friends. Yeah, I'm going to go and watch my godson look for eggs, and then we'll oh. talk about Jesus. Okay. Be hmm. fun. You seem uniquely qualified for that. Thank you. <laughs> I went to Catholic school my whole life. I am qualified. Oh, do you mean the kid part? Well, I'm just saying, you, probably you. all of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. I, no. I just you, wanted to ask. I'm having people over for food. Oh, are you? Oh. I am. Because my, my wife is is not I'm Jewish. I'm sorry, who? Oh, sorry, my wife is not uh-huh. Jewish. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's having her family over. Okay. All right. Oh, so, okay, so it is a get-together holiday. Well, no. If, if we were both Jews, we would not have people over to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. No, that would right? be pretty be like, much... Damn it, we thought we killed him. <laughs> Seriously, what does it take? Wow. <laughs> so ticked. He's, wow. he's like a Freddy Krueger. He just keeps coming back. <laughs> And <laughs> still holding a grudge. <laughs> okay. It got real t- <laughs> It did. It got real, real, real quick. All right. Let me uh, move on to the thing real Please. fast. Um, uh, I asked you, Allie, because I'd forgotten, and it's stupid that I did, because it's one of the most famous seventh inning stretches in all of baseball. But every night, the Red Sox are at home at Fenway. Mm-hmm. Seventh inning comes around. They do take me out to the ball game, and then the crowd unites to sing what? Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline, right. My uh, beloved Seattle Mariners take me out to the ball game, and then Louie Louie by the Kingsman. Which every is a, time. Oh. Every night. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, you know, big uh, North Pacific Northwest hit. That's what everybody dances to. Hmm. Well, Yankee Stadium, since 2001, since the, uh, the 9-11 attacks, for 18 years now, their seventh inning stretch has been almost every night of a home game, God Bless America by Kate Smith. Probably the most famous version. People consider it the unofficial American anthem. And everybody in the crowd sings with it? Yeah, mostly. People sing along and people love it. I mean, this was a huge hit for her back in 1939 and throughout World War II. She had a very successful career. I think Ruben saw saw her live. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason I'm doing a deep dive on setting up who Kate Smith is for our listeners. She uh, was awarded the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Reagan. There's a statue of her outside of the Philadelphia Flyers arena because they play God Bless America before games there. So she's fairly well entrenched in the sports world. Again, 18 years New York City, Yankees, Kate Smith, God I'm, Bless America. I'm going to say set up sufficiently. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe overdone. What I'm saying is she's very, right, very, got famous. It, right, right, got very, very famous. Very, very famous. Got it. This season, which is only, you know, three weeks in, the Yankees are no longer playing God Bless America because Kate Smith has been canceled, <gasps> you guys. Oh, no. Oh, man. After America's uh, fir- the songbird of the South, canceled. America's first lady of song has been canceled. No more Kate Smith. And this reminds me so much of what happened locally with the, you know, with all the controversy over John Wayne and people saying after that Playboy interview was unearthed from 40 years ago, oh, now we got to change the name of the airport and the whole deal. Apparently what happened is that Kate Smith, it was found out, recorded a song called Pickaninny Heaven. Oh. Back in the 1930s, okay? The lyrics included uh, colored children who should fantasize about an amazing place with great big watermelons. Oh, so by, by any standard, a very, <laughs> very racist song. 
at the time, there were many people, white people, who probably didn't look at it that way. Didn't It was not at all problematic back then because that was the Amos and Andy times and that was kind of what that was kind of what passed for entertainment. So the Yankees are now singing that song? <laughs> <laughs> Picking any heaven, seventh inning fifth. She even shot a video for the song that took place in an orphanage for black children. Okay, so it's a very racist uh, video. Uh, no pun intended, a black mark on Kate Smith's otherwise sterling reputation and career. She also recorded a song, it turns out, the Yankees found out in the offseason, called That's Why Darkies Were Born. <laughs> oh, no Wait, way. Oh is this real? Yeah, this is this not is real. What? Which included the lyrics, someone had to pick the cotton. What? That's why darkies were born. No okay, possible so way. I'm not wow. even buying this. Now, there are some who argue that that song was satire at the time. That it was made. <laughs> it's a real weird altune. <laughs> wow. That it, was, that it was intended to make fun of people with those opinions. In fact, it was even recorded by multiple artists, including Paul Robeson, one of the most famous African-American singers of the early 20th century. So he even sang the song, okay? So that lends some credence to the fact that it was a, par- a parody, that it was considered satire. So as a result of Piccadilly Heaven, and that's why the darkies were born, <laughs> now, now we can't enjoy Kate Smith, wow. God Bless America, wow. from 19-freaking-39, you guys. <laughs> I, I just looked up Kate Smith. Yes. Uh, she definitely wants to see your manager. <laughs> oh, I mean, really? this lady. Even in the 30s? In the, just in the picture. I'm like, she is, she's going right up to the front. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, but I mean, again, she's an American <laughs> just treasure. Saying, just by looking at her, you can tell you can something's tell. off. You're saying she wouldn't like many of the players on the field? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is we have this conversation all the time about when do you draw, where do you draw the line on people who have problematic behavior and how far back do you go? I mean, like, so, like John Wayne, she was born. Born in around 1906, is it fair to now not play God Bless America, which, again, is a song that has 80 years of being a beloved American song, sung by Kate Smith, the definitive version. Is it fair to not play her because of those other unfortunate songs she did in a very different age and time? Can't they just play a different version of the song yeah, if they like, want to keep that? Luther well, they, they, Vangros, the last, didn't he the last few it? nights they have just played it, uh, just had the organ player play it, so no huh. singing. And they okay. have had guest vocalists come in. Scotty but I guess Pippen. my... I guess my question is, um, so in your, it sounds like what you're saying, Allie, is yeah, no more Kate Smith ever at Yankee Stadium because of those songs. Just if if it's that big of a deal at Yankee Stadium that they're not going to play the song again, I think that takes away from the tradition of after 9-11, it became kind of something to unite people. Pick a different version. It's not that hard. But this is the one they've been playing for 18 years in a row every night at a home game. I mean, this is the standard for them. But you say because of Piccaninny Heaven, she out. I don't even. I this is the first time hearing of Piccaninny Heaven. Heaven. I don't even. I'm know uncomfortable with you words. saying it. It's well, just, it's the first time most wrong. Yankees fans are hearing about uh-huh. this controversy. I'm just wondering though if if you think they made the right call. I guess is what I'm asking. I don't think it's up for me to tell you if they made the right call. Oh, no, they're waiting for your decision. They're waiting for the white chick that is almost transparent. (laughs) She's so white. I don't think so. Does anybody think they made the right call? I I think it's it's difficult because I'm reading a little bit about the Darkies song, and it does Mm -hmm. seem uh, that it was pretty well known to be a satire. Okay. So making fun of stupid people who thought that. Well, it was part of Right or no? Tell me if I'm wrong because I'm kind of reading this. It was part of a play... Yes, that's right. Okay, so it was part of a play. The play had moments of satire. Uh, It it, it was sung, like he said, also by an African-American singer. So it does seem like we're not picking up on most of the... uh, 
nuances of it, but mm-hmm. also thank you for the title because that doesn't allow <laughs> much more. Yeah, so I that think, doesn't age well, the title. Here's my thing. I think because it's a celebration of 9-11, there is no room to completely Remembrance take... of 9-11 would probably be more appropriate. Oh, sure. No, I think I think it was in celebration of 9-11. Uh, and so they basically, uh, it takes away the attention from what it's supposed to be on something that's pretty minimal. Just change the version. I think that's the right decision. So canceled, according to you, then. Yeah. Okay. All because right. it just be, not be... It's not like Dirty Water or whatever in Boston, the song they play after yeah. wins. Like, that's a tradition based on the actual person who's Love singing that it. Dirty Water. And the song. This case, you can get a different version, and it doesn't take away the attention from what's most important, which is remembering the victims of 9 11. Okay. Yep. All right. So, Kate Smith, sorry, 80 years later, you out. Canceled. Right. It's amazing, though, how good she looked on Charlie's Angels, right? Yeah. Mm. Was not. No, that not the was same. Jacqueline Smith. Oh, was there a Kate Smith? <laughs> Different person. Was there a Kate on Charlie's Angels? I think her name was Kate on the I show. I believe so, yeah. Kate I think Smith. that was the character's name. Yeah, that's what I'm. I, Thank, listen. Here's sorry. my thing. Thank God we're not on the air till six. Yeah. Gosh. Can you imagine what, if this went no. out? To, for people to hear? This, no. That's why we work this stuff out before the show starts. Well, let's cancel that whole segment then, Bean. Can, oh, canceled. Canceled. I did just find a picture of Babe Ruth and Kate Smith together, and uh-huh. I can only imagine the amount of uh, slurs that were said during that meeting. The two of really them put pilot, together? You're really piling on. <laughs> the first lady of song. All right, listen. Let's talk about today's show. Whoa. Kevin, no. Really? Um, you sued a family member. Oh. This is a fantastic story about it. So happy. A guy who left his $29,000 porn collection mm-hmm. in his parents' house mm-hmm. and they burned it. They got rid of it Monsters. all. Whoa. Monsters. And he's suing them in court. Can we become part of that lawsuit? I would for him? love for that to be. Yes. That's the best story ever. Uh, Nikki Hurtado, we're going to talk about today. Did I say that right? Nico. Hurtado. Nico Hurtado. Nico Hurtado. Thank you. Uh, it's going to do Bean's Tattoo on Monday. Third yeah. attempt. You got it right, you guys. I mean, after Jensen said it, sure. <laughs> uh, April Foolishness tickets on today's yes. Kevin and Bean show as well. And keep it 100 because it is Friday. We'll take a quick break and come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. You guys, it's Friday. Yay. Yay. Oh, dang. That hurts, man. That hurts. Alex, Look, here accept the of... ruling, dude. What's it's like a happening? scientific survey. You have to stop now. Hey, Ellie. Hey, Bean. What's happening? I mean, a lot of stuff happening on the internet yesterday. A lot of people talking about, oh, the Mueller report and da da da. Yeah, whatever. Jason Momoa shaved his beard, you guys. What? How are we all not talking about this? <gasps> May I say that I think. He looks fantastic. I thought he looked good, too. Yeah. yeah. He's Jason Momoa. I mean, he's not one of those. There's some people who they shave their beard. You're like, please, grow it back. Jason yeah. Momoa looks great. Yeah, it's, okay. not, it's not James Harden. Like James Harden under his beard looks like a turtle. <laughs> he's got, like, one of those weird chins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen that. I um, I will say, Jason Momoa, I feel like whatever he does, he's going to look better yeah. than most. It probably doesn't matter what yeah. he does. I yeah. feel like uh, he could be the victim of an acid attack, and he would still look great. Sad. Very positive. Dark Um, half hour? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Jason Momoa realized that shaving his beard would be a big deal. So he taped himself doing it and uploaded it to YouTube. But it was all a tie-in, kind of an ad for his new line of eco-friendly canned water 
that he's launching with the Ball Corporation. So he said, goodbye, Drogo, Aquaman, Declan, Baba. I'm shaving this beast off. It's time to make a change, a change for the better, for my kids, for your kids, for the world. So it's all about having water in cans and not in plastic. So now we know. Nope. Yeah. By the way, 2012 is the last time that he shaved his beard. Dude looks, dude looks good. Just saying. He is God's gift. He is, Jensen. I totally, totally agree. (laughs) Bean, did you hear about your boy Bob Dylan? I did. It's a very funny story. (laughs) So he was doing a recent show in Austria, and he makes it clear that he doesn't want anyone taking pictures when he's performing. Uh, He paused when an eager fan broke that no photos rule. And in video footage, a fed-up Dylan... Here's my favorite part. Mumbled something about pictures into the mic. He then walked backwards, tripped over a guitar monitor, stumbled, nearly hit the floor, just left the stage. But he did say, take pictures or don't take pictures. I don't care. We can play or we can pose, okay? What's happening? He left the stage and the band had to close the show with an instrumental version of Just Like Tom Thumbs Blues, which is usually what he closes with. Right. But the part of this that made me laugh so hard is it says, the incident also marked the first time Dylan has spoken to the crowd in quite some time. (laughs) Uh, He's not uh, chatty. He's not chatty. He usually just introduces the band. And he had even stopped doing that about two years ago. So this was the most people have heard Bob Dylan say anything on stage in years. And then he went all three stooges as he left the stage. That's awesome. Yeah. I was thinking about this when I was watching the uh, the Beyonce Coachella movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's playing to a crowd of largely people holding up their phones. Mm-hmm. That that can't feel good for the entertainer, can it? Don't you want to be looking out at people looking at you that are engaged in what you're doing on the stage? Do you want to look at people holding up their hardware? It's a different time, I think. I think a Bob Dylan doesn't want to see that. A Beyonce mm-hmm. does because she knows that that's going to be online. People are going to be talking about her. It's going to be But I mean, I think there's a reason buzz. why people like Jack White don't even allow cell phones into the venue. You know, yeah. you've got to put them in that little, that little pouch, pouch or whatever. Yeah. I am nothing without my following. <laughs> I think it depends on the artist. But at that, your core, I think if you're a real artist, you don't want to see those the entire time. You get that it's going to happen a little. But I, but I also think like people are paying concert prices and tickets and stuff, and it's like it's a fine line between people that want to have something mm-hmm. to take with them as a right. memory, and then people who just sit there the whole time and video it and put it on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Like the people holding up an iPad at the Greek. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are my favorites. An <laughs> iPad? What are you doing? Why don't you bring a whole red cam and like lighting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and how often, other than just something that you post like in your stories or even a one-minute clip, are you going back and looking at that stuff? No. Yeah, just, that I've not. never understood. Most of the you're people not. that do that, that just continuously record video or dancing and their yeah. hands going all... It's not watchable. Yeah. The next day, they look at it, they're like, why'd I do that? What happened? Stop f- reporting me, bro. Right? Right? Well, we'll tackle this and other tough issues coming up <laughs> on a very special Blossom. Some birthdays for you guys. Comedian Ali Wong, Maria Sharapova, James Franco, Hayden Christensen. Right? He'll probably be back. Right? Star Wars 9, don't you think? Don't know. I think he'll be back. Ashley Judd, Kate Hudson, and Tim Curry. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
All right, what do we have here, people? Millennials are so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I have no skills. I, they they don't. I, they're just lame. They're lame. Uh, that's a uh, that's an awfully broad brush when the vast majority of millennials or of any age group are not doing stupid internet pranks. I'm worthless. Mm-hmm. I I bring nothing to the table. There is her zero. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she has support. She in your exists. Case. Yeah. If you need proof, look no further than the internet. Teens have been participating in these "quote unquote" challenges. Do you know what? For the past two years, well, yeah. those aren't millennials, though. They're, they are they. What do you think they are? Gen Zers? Uh, yeah, teens aren't millennials. Millennials are like no. Oh, 30. I think are in their thirties. I think yeah. idiots are also doing that. Okay, okay. I, I, right. I, I think anyone below my age is an idiot. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> do you enough. know what? I'm, like any, I, I don't know where they draw the line, but I draw the line at thirty-nine and below. Okay, you're okay. a moron. Okay, okay. Okay. Based on what? Well, the Kiki Challenge. You know the Kiki Challenge? You remember that? Sure. People yeah. would fall people, out of a moving car, right? Yeah, people would hop out of a car, dance alongside. Do that dance, yeah. People have said that they reported bumps and bruises, fractured skulls, brain yep. bleeds. These yep. are all things that were found in hospital. One person got hit by a car. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's <I> mean, ridiculous. <laughs> there was the fire challenge that just involved kids putting gasoline on themselves. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that had involved. What do you guys think that ended up in? Full body burn. Sure, oh, sure. my God, yeah. yes. Yeah. There was the Tide Pods. Tide Pod Tide Pod, yeah, that's right. People just eating Tide Pods. Well, now, 7 Action News in Detroit is ready to tell you all about the newest challenge on Snapchat. It's a sensation called the Shell On Challenge. Let's listen. This teen from Arizona is taking a bite out of a plastic bag with carrots in it and then swallowing it. It's the latest potentially dangerous challenge young people are posting to social media, mostly Snapchat. It's called the Shell On Challenge, and it involves everything from taking a bite out of an unpeeled banana or lemon to eating food with the plastic wrapping or cardboard packaging still on it. (laughs) All in. I mean. If somebody's going to do that, I don't feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're eating they're eating the food with the wrapping on it so like you'd get a big mac and it comes in the little right. cardboard box and you just, you can just bite right through the cardboard box and eat that yeah correct with yeah. the burger yes how did this happen i don't know how there, is this a thing this is there's, the best thing ever there's a snapchat video of a kid who's eating through a cereal box <laughs> How did this get started, Jensen? Who is ground zero on this? There is one kid at ASU, uh, sorry, at ASU, yeah, who I, uh, it seems like every- that tracks, by yeah, the way. It totally tracks. <laughs> it, it's like every story starts with him, and he's eating a plastic bag that's filled with carrots. So he's eating the Ziploc bag, and then he gets to the carrots eventually, but he is swallowing oh, the bag. Wow. This can't be good for many no. reasons. You can't just swallow cardboard and bags. There's chemicals involved in this. Uh, let's hear from a doctor. But Dr. Danelle Stable says she's more concerned when the Shell On Challenge involves plastic wrappings that can put anyone taking a bite out of it in immediate danger. Those are definitely even a little bit more concerning to me because anything that you eat that's not meant to be digested, you can choke on risk of breathing that in or choking on it. No ass! You can't eat packaging! <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. But hold on, devil's advocate here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now okay. We, can't, we can't throw plastic bags in the trash. Mm-hmm. We can't throw them in the oceans. What are we supposed to do with them? How about just swallowing them and eating them and digesting them? Boom, no plastic problems. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that won't affect us with their poop. Uh, there is another clip that the news showed of a woman, it was incredible, eating a stick of butter. With the with the wrapper still on it, on it just Ugh. just chewing away. Oh, oh, that's gross. 
gosh. Is there anything you guys eat with the wrapping on it? No. I mean, no. I, I can't even think of something that is like. Okay, oh, okay. okay. Maybe a Jolly Rancher. You take the plastic off right? little pieces yeah, on there. Same. You're like, I'm not getting rid of this Jolly Rancher. Um, the only thing that I can think of that is comparable for that is I do sometimes eat peanuts in the shell. Oh. In other words, I eat the outside of the peanut not and, and don't break it break it open. I you do know, that I, sometimes. I do that with sunflowers. And I sunflowers, didn't, yeah. I didn't know that you were supposed to break the sunflower and just eat the little seed. I was like, that's a waste of time. I think yeah. I, I do the whole thing. I actually now that I think about it, I think I do it with pumpkin seeds. During Halloween, I think I, I think you're supposed to eat the whole pumpkin. Oh, seed, then I'm no? cool. Never mind. <laughs> uh, the, the main advice doctors have, like, it's so funny because I watched Is do it. No, no, they definitely Look, Darwinism. They definitely not going to miss them. Not to do it. Oh, but the the funniest is that like doctors don't have anything to tell you if you've swallowed a bag. They're just like, no, I think you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but they're they're like, parents, make sure to watch over your social media accounts with your kids and be on top of what's going on because the next challenge is probably going to up the ante even more. Wow. Where are all your cereal boxes going? Where are they? <laughs> the parents searching through the cupboards. I know I bought some I bought cereal. It yesterday. It's so weird. Why is our child doubled over in pain? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So yesterday, Stryker and Klein had a rap legend in the studio mm-hmm. and uh, played them our raps. Why are you whispering? I just... I was listening You're to You're embarrassed. It. Yeah, I was listening You're to the other room. He had to hear us. Yes, of course. It was painful to his ears to of hear course. that. Of course. Because he was better 45 years ago than we'll ever be. <laughs> he was the host of Yo! MTV Raps. He was, yeah. yes. Uh, he's, he's an expert. I mean, he's... If you wanted a professional opinion, oh, I, I don't. He's, he's a guy. I don't want that. <laughs> I think that's that what he's saying. is not what I want. <laughs> but this is from yesterday's Striker and Klein show. There are two guys across the hall um, that uh, they're pretty talented. Kevin and Bean. They've been doing a radio show here, coming on thirty years. They're in the Hall of Fame. They're in the so radio you know, Hall of Fame. Which, yeah. As you know, as far guys. as Hall of Fames go, that's uh, near the bottom. But regardless, <laughs> <laughs> they are uh, going to be uh, taking part in a rap battle in less than a week. The two Love of them it. will be battling. Yeah, we, uh, we have some sounds of them practicing, and we wanted to get your take. I'm embarrassed too because Fab these this is Mr. Credibility. Okay. Listen, oh, that's all good. That's all good, man. The world, Let's have fun. There's no better, more respected uh, ear in hip hop than Fab Five Freddy. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be a real, honest, 
opinion. This is Kevin from Kevin and Bean mm. doing California Love. Okay. We'll just give you about 15 seconds of it. Pack a mess for your Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine day where a bomb ass has be. The state where you never find a dance floor empty. And Tiff be on a mission for them greens. Lean, lean, money making machine for the greens. I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes. Ever since Honey been wearing sassons. Okay. Okay. That was a real good karaoke level Rap. I'll take it. Right? Yeah, right. that's great. Karaoke yeah. level. Yes. I'll take it. That's best case scenario. Oh. I mean, he didn't throw up. No. Right? He didn't throw up. It's a really good karaoke version, level okay. version. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, for, for technically the first time you rapped. Correct. That's pretty. It's a good response. Mm-hmm. I am going to accept that response on behalf of the whole show. And what I'm saying is, we don't need. Oh no, we have to specifically so, critique my. So Cardi then B. they they played Bean. Yeah, but we don't have doing to play Cardi that. B. Uh, Who's dope? But That's don't what... you think because the beat is so great, anyone could sound good on that? Hey, shut up, Striker! Wow, striker! <laughs> what a hater! <laughs> Whoa. His phrasing yeah. was kind of karaoke esque. Okay. I mean, and that's not a bad thing. Karaoke mm-hmm. is a big thing. People go and they do karaoke and they read them lyrics and they hit them beats. He hit the he he hit his marks. Come on now! I mean, yeah. hitting your marks is all you can ask for. <laughs> yeah. That's literally all you can ask for. I think Kevin may also be a hip hop legend. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. Okay, next up is Bean of the Kevin and Bean Show. I... doing a Cardi B song. <laughs> Whoa. Here we go. Fab Five Freddy is here. Now, I like dollars. I like diamonds. I like stunting. I like shining. I like million-dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. I like those Balencias, the ones that look like socks. I like going to the jeweler. I put rocks all in my watch. Okay. <laughs> LOL, LOL. Fab Five Freddy took out two joints during that and put them both in his ears. That's how much he loved that. I mean, look. Straight up is funny. And so the comedy in that, the the humor, I love. I love it. I like a good laugh. So just to be clear, <laughs> you're laughing at them, not with them, right? <laughs> I'm going to give them 50%. I'm going to give them half of this and half of the other. Who was better between the two? Was it the first one or was it the second? I think the first one. I mean, wow, that level, just in a comparative analysis, mm-hmm. You know, he hit those beats, he hit those lyrics, whatever. That Cardi B thing, you know. I'm a lyrical guy, so that kind of rap with wordplay is good. That's my thing. Well. You're right, Bean? I mean, that hurt, but I can't. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah, but then then yesterday... Yeah, I think it hurt. I think it got flipped, so. Well, yesterday, then, we, we wrote... Raps about other people on the show. Diss tracks. Mm-hmm. Diss tracks. Mm-hmm. And Bean picked Chip, and I mm-hmm. picked 100-year-old phone-answering guy Ruben. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought Jensen said that he, he was impressed, considering Very. who we are. Well, I was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said, uh, like, like Fat Five Freddy, I had Kevin winning round one of mm-hmm. practice, and I had Bean Winning round two. Yeah. Okay. He, he, you did great yesterday. Yeah, I got to say, I would pick Bean as well. Yeah. All right, I so thought that was amazing. Next Friday, we're going to be doing uh, <clears throat> doing a live roast at each other at April Foolishness. But there was somebody on the show who was not happy that we were roasting fellow uh, cast members. Well, and, that and, was not, and not letting them come back at us. Mm. They just mm-hmm. had to take it. Right. Yeah. right. And then and, they didn't get the answer. And I think, like, a big part of our practice is that you guys have to be able to take the insults as well. Right. Yeah, let's, let's face it. Chip... We can't find a desk 
small enough for her to sit out and write a response. Mm -hmm. And Ruben, with his arthritis and his osteoporosis, can't even pick up a pencil to write one. So, are you still doing our roast from yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) So, I had to come back and stick up for them. And I also had to, you know, give you guys a sense of how it feels to be to be dissed I because see. you're not a true battle rapper if you can't take it. Mm-hmm. That's half the battle. I mean, he's not wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Right. He's not wrong. Here we go. I can't believe Kevin and Bean are attacking the little people now. I mean, Chip, who's actually a little person. And then to add insult to injury, 89-year-old phone-op Ruben? Come on. That's elder abuse. Kevin and Bean don't want to step to someone who can fight for themselves like me. They're a bunch of cowards. You guys are scared, knowing that my ghost would come prepared to this battle rap gang near the tortoise on the hair. Beware with my skills, it just wouldn't be fair. Embarrassed like going to school in your underwear. You got Kevin with an IQ of a seven-year-old. He folds his head at poker when he's told he's the winner. He also eats ice cream for dinner. He's a smart man like Yo Ko's a good singer. And then there's Bean. His battle rap skills are something in between. A sick porpoise yelling and a bootleg Cardi B. He's shipping off to London soon. God save the queen. Ha. You think that's mean? Well, don't pick on short people or elderly. Next time you diss someone, come and diss me. Muggles in your face for the 2019. Wow. There it is. Mugs. I want, uh, I want Muggos on my posse. Does that mean bag. he comes out with you? Yeah, it means he comes out with me. I need him to be my hype man. I yeah. don't know if that's... Is that in the rules, Jensen? Uh, yeah, you can have a crew. Okay. You okay. can have a crew. Uh, I think we should call Fab Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. All right, Kevin, I, I know there's a very controversial lawsuit. You know, anytime you, uh, you you file paperwork against your own parents, in this case, or any family member, yep. I imagine you don't do that without giving it a great deal of thought. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it does make Thanksgiving very awkward if you're suing yeah. members of your family. I think if I'm this guy, I'm letting it go, though. An right, Indiana man is suing his parents for destroying his porn collection. Which he claimed was worth almost $29,000. Whoa. How much porn did this dude have? Does he know about the internet? (laughs) (laughs) In a lawsuit filed last week in federal court of Michigan, the man said that he moved to Indiana after living with his parents in Grand Haven, Michigan for 10 months after a divorce. And then his parents sent him boxes of all his stuff. And he said, hey, um, and this is the call I wouldn't make to my parents. Uh, there's uh, there's some porn missing. <laughs> I don't think I would make that call. But he did, and his parents said, look, if it's not in the boxes, it doesn't exist. And we did you a favor. So wait. So, so he's he... suing them in federal court because they destroyed his porn. So he was living with his parents. Yes. He moved out. He got all of his stuff back except for his voluminous porn collection. His and 12 parents... moving boxes full of pornography and two boxes of sex toys. And the parents Whoa. destroyed it on purpose <laughs> yes. because they thought it was dangerous for him. Yes. They don't know how awesome porn is. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? But I'm, I'm saying this guy's side. Don't mo- most of us go the other way and like... Well, I want a, like a cleaner to come in and make sure that there's nothing left. For, that then my parents come into the house and it's all good. Like you know what I mean? Cl- like clears your internet yes. history after you die. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, this guy's literally he's putting a price on it. He's also saying that he had an emotional attachment to it, so he's adding the cost of that in. I mean, two boxes of sex toys. What is happening? Right. <laughs> 
Um, Jensen and I always talk about how we are still into physical media. Yes. CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, things like that. There are people who are not satisfied or don't trust having everything in the cloud or available streaming. Right. And and by the way, we've been right. So far, we've been right on on a lot of instances. Maybe that's what this guy's deal is. He's like, look, I don't know that this DVD of Christy Canyon from 1989 (laughs) is going to be available on the internet. I want to make sure I hang on to it. But I'm saying, isn't that an embarrassing thing to admit to? I don't think I'd want to have the conversation with my parents. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't call my mom and dad and say, hey... What about two Where's boxes of sex toys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my spank bag is empty, Mom. What's going on? I get that it would be embarrassing, but I feel like this guy has a case. If those were things left there that he knew he would be getting back someday, and they took it upon themselves to purge it because it's not good for him. They did, and they emailed him that. That's... Uh, not good. That's his property. They should have said, listen, come get your porn out of our house. And he, I bet he would have done it. No, they wrote an email to him saying this is for your own good. We, oh, found something, we finally found something that Allie will stand up for. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, his dad said in the note, I destroyed your porn because it was for your own emotional and mental health. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Someday I hope you will understand. Um, he apparently sent one police officer 44 emails listing movies he said his parents had destroyed, many of which, here you go, Jensen, many of which he claimed were valuable, difficult to get films. Yeah, out of print. But here's the thing, uh, because I talked to Sweet James about this story, Mm -hmm. and I asked him about this, I was like, how do you have, unless he has receipts for his porn, they have to take him at his word. Who keeps receipts for porn? Right. Well, nobody, but look, if this guy had, let's say it weren't porn. Let's say this was this guy's DVD and Blu-ray collection of classic movies that are out of print right now. I think Ali's right that the parents, I feel like, would be liable if they destroyed his property. But how do you put a how do you put a price on it without without? I thought you were going to say how do you put a price on classics? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you put a price on it just by market value. By market value, you would take a look at one of those DVDs and you would see what it's. But the DVDs are gone. Is what I'm saying is the parents destroyed it, so there's no accounting for. Well, they've got emails that? from the parents Just saying, saying that we did this. All so of it. right there. Yeah. Allie's ready to defend she this kid. I and she is an attorney. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> this man left people that are shaming him for porn. So, there's something deep going on with this family. Does anybody need that much porn? I don't think yes, so. Yes. Okay, yes. Sometimes you do. Omar has joined us, DJ yeah. uh, Omar Khan. Hey. Uh, Homar for his fans. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, you have a, a, a lawsuit within your family that's that's happening now? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if it's still ongoing or it went through. I, I, I never found out what the outcome was. A couple of months ago, I caught wind that my 25-year-old nephew, who's a giant D-bag, mm-hmm. is suing his parents, my sister-in-law, uh, for four years that they claimed him on his taxes. So I guess when was he, he living in the house? He was living in the house, and don't get me wrong. I mean, this kid's a giant d bag. Yeah, but he has worked since he was like seventeen, eighteen. You okay. know what I mean? So I don't know how he figured out that he wasn't filing taxes for for so long. But when it was his turn to when it was his turn to file, and he didn't get a big uh, refund, it was somehow related to those years that his parents claimed him. Oh. So he took it upon himself to get a lawyer to wow. sue his parents for those four years that they claimed him. Right. Fully so, by the way. Well, wow. yeah. If they, if he was living 
there. They yeah. claimed him as a dependent. Absolutely. So what's uh, Tom the Second? I, I, I hope that's what I hope that, 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 that that's what they judge, said in court. Look at the judge Alley. I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? I ruled. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch Ali's judge. <laughs> Thank really you so much. Um, how much money could he possibly have missed out on getting oh. re- returned? By the way, um, four years. I don't know. I would guess maybe a thousand dollars. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what over I'm thinking. four I mean, years. He's yeah. early job. Yeah. Something like that. Probably not making a ton of money. But yeah. why would you sue your parents? Why over? would you sue your? Pa- I mean, yeah. maybe I, he just hated them. I think when you sue your parents, it's probably about something else. Yeah. yeah. There's deeper issues. Yeah. For you're sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, if you've got a good relationship, you just let it slide. I would think so, yeah. All right. 1-800-520-1067. Any lawsuits involved in your family we want to hear about? It. And I want to close with one more because this was in the news a couple of years ago. In fact, uh, Ant from Hell was the hashtag. You guys remember <laughs> hashtag Ant from Hell? I do not. This is a woman who sued her nephew for breaking her wrist when she showed up at his eighth birthday party and yes. he jumped into her arms. Yes. yes. Remember it now? What? She was awful. She, she sued an eight-year-old she for being an so excited to see her. Yes. Oh, my God. It broke her wrist, okay? And it didn't help that in her lawsuit, she said, I was at a party recently and it was difficult for me to hold my hors d'oeuvres plate. That did not, <laughs> that did not engender a lot of sympathy for her. But she said, and I know automatically you hear Anne from hell and you hear Allie saying that she's an awful person. Here's what she said. I adore this child. I would never want to hurt him. go to hell. He would never want to hurt me. Connecticut law is such that I was advised by counsel that this was the way that the suit had to be worded. She wanted to have her medical bills paid from the surgery she had to have on on her arm. So she was suing so that the family's homeowner's insurance would pay for the medical bills that she couldn't afford. She said it was never anything personal. It was never meant at all to be against the kid or against the kid's parents. She just can't afford the medical bills, and homeowner's insurance would cover it if they were found liable. Does that change anybody's mind? I mean, she found a loophole to sue a kid. Yeah. She's trying to get her medical bills paid by an insurance company. Look, there's I gotta a be reason honest, families I... have homeowner's insurance. It's in case somebody gets hurt in your house. But then you're, you're, uh, everything goes everything up. Everything goes up. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. like it doesn't have a repercussion. From the start, this was a case about one thing, getting medical bills paid for by homeowner's insurance. Our client was never looking for money from her nephew or his family. It was all about the insurance industry and being forced to sue to get medical bills paid. She suffered a horrific injury. It makes sense to me. But what about the not able to hold hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> that was not the best uh, way I she could have phrased it. Come on. <laughs> not the best way she could have phrased it. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. Hey, David King, Mexico. Good morning, everyone. How are we today? If I heard correctly, uh, off the air, Jensen says you and your girlfriend need to break it up. No! There's a bit of... He has a bit of a loophole, but we'll get into it. Loophole. All All right, right, what's going on? Well, uh, I I confess to the room. I guess it's not a confession, but we were talking, and I let everyone know that me and my girlfriend sleep in separate bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every night. I jumped in and said that I believe... Because this is a common thing nowadays. Mm -hmm. People sleep in different bedrooms because of snoring... You know, schedules, uh, schedules etc. Mm-hmm. I said that I think it's a compatibility issue, and I think that people who can't sleep in the same bed, that I wouldn't be with them. I, I think that they should not be together. 
Okay, so Hot Take Jones. Hot Take Jones. Hot Take Jones is back. Says a dumb thing. Hot Take Jones is back. Concert should be 35 minutes. But I will tell you that the the reason he's in a small loophole is that they do sleep together on weekends. Yes. So I'm not, they they don't, they're not separate all the time. Yeah. So they're only incompatible five days a week, and you're allowing it. <laughs> right, right. I think but same... what if you can't sleep? That's a big thing. Sleep oh, okay. is a huge thing. Okay, so why can't you sleep? Explain to me what you're saying. Uh, your partner snores too much or whatever. I don't or know. Or tosses and turns why, or pulls why did, the covers. Why do you sleep that, in different, To me, that's Dave. a compatibility issue. Yeah, we sleep in separate... Snoring? Yes. Yeah. We sleep in separate rooms because of my alarm. She wakes up like that. That's in annoying. Any sound of the mm-hmm. noise, and and I don't. So yeah. I have three alarms, and when they start going off at three forty-five, four fifteen, then it kills her, and she punches me in the back of the head. You know, it's like, maybe that's why you need to get up though. So <laughs> it, should... it helps. I do, I do get I do get that, and they sleep together on weekends, so it's yes. something to look forward to. I I understand, yeah. but I feel the same way about pets. When people are like, I don't let my dog sleep in the bed. I'm like, dude, that's the best part. Like, like that's like I, I think sleeping next to uh, your mate or your partner is such a large aspect of your connecting. Like, it's a big part of you of you and your relationship. But what you're saying is, if somebody's tossing and turning and the other partner is not getting adequate sleep, you're saying you're just not compatible. Yeah, that's an insane I think, I think statement. If you toss Jensen. and turn and you wake up your partner, you should find someone who sleeps like that's more deep. So- <laughs> That's so dumb. You're so dumb. So dumb. I, so dumb. So they're perfect I, in every other. It. They're perfect in every other way. Well, no one's perfect in every other way. But yes, if they're good together, and they're other good way. together yeah. in every other way. Yes. But someone can't sleep; they should break up. That's just incredibly oh dumb. Okay, Jensen. I'll take I'll take one dumb. other thing back. Okay. If you're not going to ever complain about it, like oh, I never sleep because my partner keeps me whatever. That's compatible. I think that's compatible. But if you're like, what are you I, talking about? I can't believe I can't ever sleep next to him. He, he snores and he tosses and turns. So, so I it, sleep in another room that seems like like what that's crazy to me see here's the thing with me i had a boyfriend that we'll say he he ran hot is what we'll call it <laughs> right so Sleep we'd balls. be dead asleep and then i'd feel him like come in for the snuggle mid-sleep just sweating bullets Ugh. and i was like oh, oh gross beat it kid <laughs> if we had separate bedrooms we might still be together but that for me that was a deal breaker i couldn't do it all things sweaty i'm not eating it. that's what i'm that's saying true. i heard a woman but say that i also think if you sleep better without someone near you why not just have, have like a bed? Like live forever on your own? No, <laughs> that. But have a bed where, you know, you you do the deed, you cuddle, you do all that. And then, so you have a sex bed. Then you just kind of, right? <laughs> so now you have three beds. Then you just kind of walk, walk over to it's your own bedroom. Why not? I, I just think that being in the same bed, sleeping next to each other is a large part of a relationship. I mean, listen. You I, sound very needy. I, I, right? I do miss her during the week. So on the weekends, I am extremely grateful to yes, have her in great. the bed. Right? So it works out perfect for me because I get I get to, she gets to her sleep. Mm-hmm. I miss her. And then on the weekend. That's oh, fine. That's nice. Yeah. I, he gets a pass You should me. get a body yeah. pillow. Do you have one of those? Says the person with a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. From the uh, 818, uh, screw sleeping with someone. So many things you have to get used to. The smell, the noises, the alarms. Plus, you get your own space. It makes it so much easier to get along. The best relationship I ever had, we had separate rooms. Then we had to move to Los Angeles where it was too expensive to have two bedrooms. And we broke up having to share. Boom! What do you say about that, Jensen? Oh, yeah, Nothing wrong like, with separate bedrooms. Sounds like you had a great relationship. <laughs> Why not just get two houses? <laughs> hey, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, worked for me for a really long time, you guys. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to Nico Hurtado, the great tattoo artist, about my upcoming ink on Monday just after 8. First, Ali is here with our very special What's Happening because it's Friday. It is Friday, Bean. Yeah, yeah. For the love of God. Like, more today than he's done in a long time, it's right? feeling extra, for, you know why? Because it's good Friday. That's why. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's a little something special. True. Yeah, Jesus wept. That's all I'm going to say. During this What's Happening every Friday around 7.50, we do a special What's Happening where we talk about our That's My Jam playlist, which if you go to at Kevin and Bean on all of our socials, you will find this playlist. It's where each and every member of the Kevin and Bean show adds a song every single week. Did you see Ruben put Kate Smith on today's show? (laughs) Did he really? (laughs) The playlist, yeah. I was really surprised. Well, I'm not going to lie. I just Googled mine and it first thing that came up was 
this person denies uh, allegations. I'm like, why didn't I Google this before? <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Uh, anyway, we add a new song every week, and it's great. You can just follow along on the playlist, and you're going to have nearly six hours of could be brand new music, could be something that just comes across your own playlist at home, and you go, oh, I forgot about that song. I want to hear that. So it's my R. That's my jam playlist. Kevin, you're first. Mine is uh, The Knox, and they put out an album last year, I want to say, September, maybe 2018. They're New York producers, and um, they put out an album, and this song is called Shades. Sometimes I gotta wear my shades, cause the sunshine dripping down my face. Don't let these people die to you. Don't let them see you smile too much. They only try to take it away. All right. I like that. That's good. I like that because it's dope. Yeah. Yeah, you can pull that off. Uh, I keep trying and the chip won't allow it. I don't know. It's pretty bad. Uh, The knocks are great. They've been kind of bubbling around for years. Yep. Always with good music. People should hear. Producing beats for a lot of other people, too. Yep. Yep. Pretty dope, man. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Bean. Um, Look. Look, look. What? It's no secret that I'm obsessed with Jack White. Every time Jack White has something new, you find me putting it on the That's My Jam playlist because I adore him and his band, The Rockin' Tours, are back. They picked a very unusual and obscure song to release as the first single from their upcoming new album. It's a cover of a song that goes all the way back to the blues in Chicago in the 1930s. The title is Hey Jip. Dig the slowness. How's that for a title? <laughs> Brand new rockin' tours. Hear it. to bop and has become a banger as far as I'm concerned. Oh, that does yeah. sound like a banger, I admit. It, it is a banger. And that guitar solo that was just taken off gets crazy. It gets real psychedelic because you know how Jack do. I'm so happy the Rockin' Tours are back. They're going out on tour this summer. That's my pick for this week's That's My Jam. You love him. He does. Really That's true, yeah. I understand. All right, Jensen, you're up. Uh, Anderson Pock is no uh, secret to this list. I think he has another song on it. We've talked about it many times. But he has a brand new album that just came out called Ventura. It features uh, appearances by Andre 3000, Brandy on a big, wow. big comeback wow, record. she's a fine girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, go straight to hell, man. God. Uh, and the uh, deceased uh, Nate Dog shows up on it. Uh, but here's the thing. There is a second single that just came out with a music video called Make It Better. That is my jam. It features Smokey Robinson mm. putting together one of my favorite uh, voices of yesteryear with, with one of my favorite current singers. And this is hot. It's a banger. It's a bop. It's just something to get your R&B weekend going. This is Make It Better. Somehow we fail 
That Smokey so Robinson much. looks surprised in the video. Oh my God! It's a little Botox. Let it go. <laughs> it's a lot of Botox. <laughs> he is... can't close his eyes. Anderson Park is amazing too, though. I mean, yes. I love him. Uh, yeah, voice, oh, that whole album is so unique. That's yeah. a great pick. From Venice, Malibu, Oxnard, and now Ventura. This guy is—he's so wonderful. Amazing. I yes. love him so very much. Uh, mine is. Uh, a Tell guy us about named... your criminals. Well, he's not a, he's not a criminal. <laughs> oh, he's just okay. being accused oh. of uh, you know grooming young girls uh, that may be a bit unstable, is what I just uh, read. Maybe I should have looked him up before. But so then you're saying this is your favorite pick you've ever given? I'm saying that this you came stand across, behind it 100. Can came I make across Kelly my, my pick now? <laughs> this came across my playlist, and I was like, oh, I forgot so you about supported this song. Musically and in no, life. no. Listen, these are allegations. I haven't even looked into them all that much. Do you believe the victim? Uh, I d- I haven't read enough. Is Were you what just I'm following saying. orders? Wow. Anyway, he's from Michigan. His name is born. Cancelled. Here's Holy Ghost. Looking for high divine connection. I'm a lover in need of confession. That was a miscalculation. Just saying, it's a uh, great song. Now that I hear Do it, not think trust of the, my victims. Think of the lyrics. Uh, They're full I, of BS. I question uh, uh, that pick, yeah. and I wish I would There's have. There's no one in my basement. Google that sooner. Please don't unlock the door. But I, you didn't know when you made the choice. I, it's still a banger. the women. They yeah, deserved yeah. it. I don't think um, that's. It's because so. of how they dressed. <laughs> no, listen I to Bean laughing. I know. Concerning. Hey, some birthdays for you guys. By the way, you can find that at uh, Kevin and B in that playlist. Maybe not that song. Canceled. My ticket off. Uh, <laughs> not sure. So, happy birthday, Tim Curry, Kate Hudson, Ashley Judd, Hayden Christensen, James Franco, Maria Sharapova, and Ali Wong. That's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Guys, I've been, uh, you know, we've been uh, talking about me getting this uh, tattoo on Monday for a long time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was very comfortable with the decision when I brought it to you on the air. I said, I'm finally going to get this tattoo. I've been thinking about it a long it's time. It's your first one I, ever? My first one ever. I think I've chosen a, a a portrait that I will never tire of, never regret, because it's my beloved queen, Queen Elizabeth II, who's been, uh, you know, my my royal highness my whole life. Right. Jeez. You're pouring it on thick now. And I'm moving and I'm moving to right. England this year. Right. So what better way to celebrate that than getting the queen? Okay. So I'm no reservations whatsoever about this tattoo. And then I started thinking about it the other day. Uh-oh. What if and this has always been a concern of mine. She starts throwing the N-word around. No, right? I'm fine with the queen. I don't think the queen the queen's ninety-three. I think she's she's okay. good. Okay. Prime that's prime N-word territory. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Because everybody if, goes, Oh, she's old. She yeah. gets away with right. it. <laughs> what if at some point I decide I want to disappear? Change my name, get new papers, move <laughs> oh and my start God. a new life. You're insane. But now I am so easily identifiable because I've got Queen Elizabeth in a prominent tattoo on my arm. 
I'm never going to be able to escape. I mean, this is me basically saying I'm stuck with being me for the rest of my life because it'll, it'll be so easy for law enforcement with their cameras set up and everything to always find me no yeah. matter where I am in the can world. I, can I interrupt and just <laughs> yes. say, ain't no one looking for you. All right? <laughs> right but if, let's, no, let's but take a breather. It's so <laughs> thought out, too. He's like, what, I'll burn my fingerprints, <laughs> take my teeth out, replace them with wood. <laughs> if I get a new passport and change my identity and move to, you know, move to Hawaii, or something, I'm never going to be able to escape so a Quite a choice. Wow. wow. Hawaii. Okay. All right. Far I'm just place. saying. All right. Uh, Jensen, where am I going on Monday? What are we doing? Uh, you're getting a tattoo from one of the world's most sought-after tattoo artists. This guy, I, I follow him on Instagram, and every single time, it feels some... I, follow me here. Okay. His tattoo is more realistic than the photo in which he is using 100%. his reference. 100%. It's that very so you see him side, side by side. Yes. And his is better. It, you're like, that's a better picture. Oh, that's the tattoo. Never mind. <laughs> uh, he has tattooed Drake, Diddy, Fred Durst, our favorite here at the show, <laughs> Andrew W.K., Carlos Boozer from the NBA, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my god. Kat Von D. He's tattooed Kat wow. Von D herself. And now, Bean. Wow, okay. he's slumming it. Wow. Nico, why are you slumming it? Seriously. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? I just, I cannot believe that I am going to be privileged enough to sit in your chair on Monday. So let me first say thank you so much for figuring out a way to squeeze me in, man. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited um, to put a little pain on you and, you know, make you experience this tattoo thing. So, no, I'm honored. Thank you for for reaching out and stuff. So we'll, we'll do a good job. And I, I was listening to you talk about like how if you change, you know, change your idea or identity, right. And you want to disappear, we can always change the tattoo too. Oh, so yeah, he does cover Smart. ups. He does cover ups. So okay. the first stop can, is black, can, black anchor, and then he goes. Yeah, then he goes on. I like. So it. I love that. I love that Nico and I have not even met yet. Yet he's already an accessory to a crime. <laughs> <laughs> now, Nico, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've obviously been in the game a while here. How do you get started in tattooing? Were you one of those kids who kind of always grew up drawing? Yeah, yeah, I've been drawing since I was a kid. I drew my whole life. And so um, just when I was in high school, me and my friend always talked about tattooing. I don't know why. We just would come down. It's kind of funny because I own a shop on Melrose now. And, you know, we would come down to Melrose. We would, like, ditch school and actually come down here. Mm-hmm. And we would just walk. And, uh, you know... We, we, we would go into tattoo studios and check out tattoos, and now, you know, I tattoo. And we both started together, so, uh, yeah, I've been doing it for about 20 years. You and, know that yeah, there are other little kids that are now walking to your place. That's got to oh, be yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm a jerk to them, just like <laughs> <laughs> um, This is probably going to be a very difficult question for you to answer, Nico, yeah. but I, I'm sincere about this. I, I mean, I looked at uh, so many different tattoo artists. Jensen was helping me, feeding me, you know, feeding me people that I should think about and everything. But your work is so head and shoulders above anybody else's portraits. Is it a dumb question to ask what the secret is? Is it just talent? Or are you, are you doing something in a different style or a different way than other artists are doing? I have no idea, man. I mean, you know, uh, there is so many talented tattoo artists around the world. Uh, I mean, in R- Russia right now, there's so many great people coming out of there. And, no kidding. I mean, everywhere now. Yeah, there's, there's no reason why anybody shouldn't have, like, a great tattoo now. Like, if anyone has a bad tattoo, it's because you're not doing any research. Because in every city across the world, I mean, even in South America, everywhere, you know, there's great tattoos being done now. But um, but no, man, I think I just work hard, and I'm constantly learning. Like, I still take, like, art classes once in a while or workshops, and I'm always trying to evolve. And I, I bring a lot of young kids from all over the world to my studio to, like, guest spot. 
And uh, I bring them because I, I want that energy and I want their kind of like their knowledge. So I just steal from them. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that if you if you Steals Google you Google Nico Hurtado, so many things come up. But my favorite are all the different Pinterest sites. 140 best Nico Hurtado. 103 best Nico Hurtado. 123 best Nico Hurtado. It's absurd Whoa. how many different people have just Pinterest of you. But my yeah, question is, have you ever done a queen tattoo? Um, a queen? No, actually, I haven't. And, and the photo you want is really cool, so I'm really excited to, to do that one. Um, I mean, how will people feel in England, though, when you go there and you have this queen tattoo? You think Don't like talk that? him out of it, Nico, for God's sakes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I have I've not met one friend or family member in, uh, member in England who's excited about this tattoo. They are really <laughs> not, not happy with the queen. But they haven't seen it yet. They haven't seen it yet. You know, uh, the photo is beautiful. It so, is. I mean, I think it's going to be cool. I do too. This uh, this picture, and we've posted it on social media. We'll put it up uh, again today. This photo was her first that was taken after she became queen, and oh, it wow. was it was the picture that was taken for the official portrait that they were putting on British postal stamps. So that was oh, okay. that picture was on the stamps for like fifteen years before they u- updated it. And Bean, and- that's when you found her most bonable, right? It's not a bonable thing. Okay. This is an honor thing. Oh, Nico, I was Sorry. really the the one thing that I was really concerned about, despite how how great your tattoo work is, is how uh, how time consuming this particular tattoo is going to be because of all the all the crystals in the in the crown and stuff. It looks like that's very detailed I'd like to give, work. I'd like to give a drum roll for him to tell how long he thinks. How it's long it's going to take? Okay. All right, yeah. I mean, who, 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 uh, how or big are we doing this thing? Do you know how big? Um, yeah. I'd like full I'm, back, a, Nico. <laughs> I want it in the middle of my forehead, Nico. Um, yeah, I, I'm down. I'm down. Like the Drake one. Remember the Drake yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Yes. We um, can totally do. Sure. I can make you look like the queen. Yes. We're gonna, yes, we're gonna please. Put it, we're going to put oh. it on uh, just on my upper upper arm, like under the T-shirt. You know, yeah, just I like mean, a, I mean, your standard sailor tattoo. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. If it's not that big, I mean, you know, maybe like six hours. Oh, six hours. Six hours. Have you ever had anyone cry in your chair? Um, you know, I have. And you know what's funny? The only guy that's ever cried in my chair was like super muscular. Yeah, like, he was, Fred like, Durst. Big... <laughs> By the way, don't worry. Dean is not super muscular. So right. I love the exact opposite That's, that's not going to be the issue. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had to pick up folds in order to tattoo? <laughs> You probably can. You could probably come up with a scenario, and I've lived through that. Okay. Wow. I, I'm worried that I don't have enough arm width to put a photo on, to tell you the truth. Maybe he could just make it a stamp size. The size of a stamp. Yeah, we can do it a small little stamp size. And, Bean, are you still afraid, are you still afraid of the pain? Of course I am. I, I mean, I have no idea what to experience. The only experience I have with needles are shots, like most people. And you go, okay, that I can handle for a second, but for six hours, you know, well, I you're am fine. very yeah. concerned about well, it. Well, you've heard my nickname, right? Oh, no. The ha- <laughs> what? The Hammer Hurtado? Oh, All right. right. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> so, Monday, we're doing, this at, uh, we're doing this at Black Anchor on Melrose, yes. right? 
Could there yeah. be a greater guy to do this? this than, than the hammer? No. <laughs> oh, the hammer. The hammer is the man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I have many more questions uh, that I will save for in person, Nico. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we wanted to have you on A, to just to thank you in advance. But B, just to turn people on to you, even though there's quite thank a waiting so list. Much. Yeah, even though there's a lot of, a long waiting list to get on, it's worth it to see your work and to have your work on their body. I mean, it is incredible. Oh, so NicoHurtado.com yeah. or BlackAnchorWorldwide.com and definitely check Check out yeah. Nico's Instagram for sure. It's insane. Yeah. And, yeah. and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you down there Monday, okay? Yeah, and we'll talk to you. We'll see you Monday. And I'm just kidding about the hammer. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, guys. sir. All right. Thank you, Nico. Day. I love that dude. Oh, oh my God. He's the best. The hammer rules. Fun. The hammer you rules. Guys, you guys are going to come down and uh, visit me. Oh, absolutely. You okay. couldn't stop me. <laughs> this is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. I guess what I'm saying, Kevin, is that Ruben is so old, he's the third drawing from the left on the evolutionary chart. I mean, the guy the guy's not young, is what I'm saying. Right. We're giving away tickets for Kevin <laughs> You would not win the contest, by the way. <laughs> no. I didn't call in. For Kevin Bean's April Foolishness next Friday night with your Ruben is so old jing- uh, joke. Uh, and we have a jingle for it. Hit it, Steve. Ruben is so old. His memory is in black and white. Ruben is so old. He saw the Wright brothers take flight. Ruben. Guilty asking Ruben to like go out for food and stuff. A, because it takes him two and a half hours to go to Burger King. B, he eats dinner like four thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw him outside eating a Werther's from his pocket. Oh, so. <laughs> All right, so we're taking your calls right now at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. If uh, if you have the best joke at the end of the segment, you win. Uh, we'll put you on hold if you're the leader. Otherwise, we say goodbye and move on to the next call. Who's up first? Anna, in Anaheim. <laughs> Good morning. Ruben is so old. If you told him, oh, you gotta give us a second. Wait, we gotta get it right. All right, you start again. Give us a break. Okay. Ruben is so old. How How old old is he? If you told him to act his age, he'd die. (laughs) (laughs) Ruben is so. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, we did everything we could to screw it up, and she still slayed. Yep. (laughs) All right, let's go to Andrew in Granada Hills. Good morning. Morning. All right. Ruben is so old. How old is he? The first time he ever watched porn, it was etched onto the wall of a cave. (laughs) Ruben is so old. I think I'm still Team Anna, you guys. Team Anna, Team Anna, Anaheim. Yes. Thank you for calling, though, Anthony. We appreciate it. Let's go to Josh in La Habra. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. All right. What do you got for us? Ruben is so old. How old is he? That he watches the History Channel to see if he shows up on it. (laughs) Ruben is so old. That's pretty good, you guys. I'm Anna. Anna. I think I'm Anna as well. Okay. Sorry. Thank you very much, though. That was good, though. That was close. Good second. All right. Let's go to Robert in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. All right. What do you got for us? Ruben is so old. How old is he? His social security number is nine. <laughs> he's, like he's pretty old. That uh, makes him old, B. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Anna. I'm just because Anna. I've I think heard, so, too. I've heard the nine before. Okay. Yep. Let's go to uh, Miguel in Montebello. Good morning. Hey, what it do, party people? What it do? And to you as well. All right. Ruben is so old. 
How old is he? When he farts, it whistles. I don't know if that makes him old. <laughs> I'm not even sure I get it, but I love it. I, <laughs> he put his fingers there? I love the way he said it. Um, <laughs> medically, I don't think it holds up. Yeah, um, I think, I think still, I'm still Team Anna. I'm Anna. I think I'm still right. with Anna. Yeah. Still Anna, wow. All right, let's go to Juan in Newport Beach. Good morning, Juan. Hey, what's up, party people? What up? Well, we're trying to give away some tickets for Kevin to meet April Fool's Shoes with a Ruben is so old joke. You got one? All right, let's do it. All right. All right. Ruben is so old. How old is he? When he walks out of the museum, the alarms go off. Ruben is so old. What did we do with Juan? That was phenomenal. That was fantastic. What accent was he doing? I don't know. Count Chocula. Yeah, I'm going to go with Juan. You're going to go with Juan and I Miranda? Am just because I, I, it was an odd decision, and I liked his choices. I'm fine with Juan. I'm fine with Juan, but I think Anna's joke oh. was stronger. All right, goes to Kevin. I mean, I got to go with Juan because he gave okay. himself no, up. Yeah. He gave yeah. himself that. I agree. Did an alarm okay. and an accident. Right? And it was a great joke. Yeah. I'm right. sorry, Anna. God bless you. Thank you for trying. We, we'll have tickets next week as well. All right, let's go to, are we going to take more? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ign- Ignacio and La Puente. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. All right, Ignacio. All right, a lot of competition this morning. All right. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Ruben is so old. How, How old, old is he? Ignacio! Son of a bitch! We've done this seven times! Ignacio. What? All right, start All right. over. Start over and give us a break. Okay. Ruben is so old. How old is he? That in second grade, he sat next to Jesus. <laughs> That's hardly worth the deal. All right, one more, one more call, and then and then we'll give it to Juan. <laughs> Maybe Edgar's going to bring it though, Bean. Yeah, right, you never Andrew, know. Let's see what you got, Edgar and Sun in, in Valley. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What do you got for us? Ruben is so old. How, How old is he that all his memories are in black and white? Ruben is so. Literally in Omar's jingle at the beginning. Yeah. Of the Give it to Juan. Literally. Uh, Juan is going to be seeing Ray Romano, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie F., Jamie Lee, Adam Ray, the Kevin Amin rap battle, and special guest still to be announced. Juan, congratulations. Thank you for playing. Ruben is so Woo! old. Thank you, guys. Nice Appreciate job. It. We'll see you next Friday. Ruben is so old. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K O Q. Q. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
I love this part of the show every single week where we keep it 100. Hit it, Steve. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. I'm always disappointed when it's not Fireflies by Al City, but we uh, did get some outstanding uh, votes again this week. Uh, Texter number 99, Jensen, how are you not all over Hoobastank crawling in the dark? Uh, Represent Agora A18. You and uh, Alvin and La Puente both looking for that. Texture 101 was uh, Dan in West Hills looking for Jane's Addiction Pets, which Aww. is a great choice. Oh, right. Sam, yeah. But right in between was Texture 100, and that's the person we need to talk to who is on the phone, and this is going to be Lena from Pasadena. Hey, Lena, what's going on? Hi, I'm good. What uh, kind of plans do you have for your Easter weekend coming up? Uh, most likely Knott's Berry Farm. Ooh, nice. All right. Very fun. Decision. All right. Now we have yeah. to ask How are much you longer a- until you make that decision for the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> We're counting <laughs> down. <laughs> Check back in on Monday. Let us know. <laughs> That's a really good question, Kevin. <laughs> Seems like that decision should have been made, but okay. All right. Lena, are you a uh, a first time texture for Keep It One Hundred or are you uh do you have you tried before and failed? No, I've been trying since October. Oh, oh my same gosh. song every time? Yes, same song. Uh, All right. I really well, love you. Why don't you introduce it for us on K-Rock then? Okay. Um, it's going to be Oingo Boingo. Weird science. <laughs> Sorry. Weird science. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did it. <laughs> How great is it to hear that song? Uh, yeah, that so good. That, uh, that takes me back. Agreed. Uh, from the Weird Science movie and television show, by the way, I guess I had forgotten there was a short-lived spinoff TV show. That is yeah. the great Oingo Boingo. This is probably too easy because I'm sure you remember every minute of hearing that song uh, on K-Rock Alley. But when was that released? Uh, that was mid-90s. Okay. Uh, Mid eighties. I'm sorry. Did I just say nineties? Mid eighties. Maybe she's now covered two decades. Yes. No. 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 (laughs) Mid eighties. Nineties was a mess. Okay. Uh, Mid eighties. Perhaps even the middest of eighties. Eighty five. Is that your final answer? Is middest a word? Or stick it with eighty five. Possibly eighty six. But I'm going to go eighty five. Ladies and gentlemen, August of nineteen eighty five. Of 85, too. Danny Elfman <laughs> is driving down the road, and John Hughes calls and says, Hey, I'm doing this movie called Weird Science. Here's what it's about. Would you mind writing a song for the movie? And he says he had the song written before he got home. Unreal. To record the demo in his home studio. He's That's how best. quickly that one came together. <laughs> That's crazy. And it has stood the test of time. And I want to thank uh, very much Kevin Bean listener Lena, who weighed in with that song for Keep It 100. We'll do who it again may next go to knots. She might go might. to knots. She, she might. might. She's <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Not sure yet. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, 
Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. Right. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> We've come to another close of the week, my friends, so let me break it down for you as it officially ends. Grant and Sarah called in with a fight on how to park while Kevin paid respect to the king of hand farts. And we met a man who used to eat dinner in bail. Why you got a rune? A succulent Chinese meal. Ruben showed up to work in a tank top. Omar picked only April calls and said he was hot. And ruled the week. We laughed at a few. So to all you party people, I believe in you. You might see me at a concert until the finish, somewhere between 35 and 45 minutes. And we figured out that dogs are racist at their essence. Garbage and Phil Kogan grace us with their presence. Plus Bean Battle Chip and he kicked her ass. If you missed that download the podcast. Big week. Carl himself. Big week. Nice. His uh, wrap-up uh, always is better than the actual show. But if, uh, if you're glad for punishment and you want to hear some of the references uh, there that you may have missed, don't forget the podcast is available at radio.com or wherever you get yours. Allie is here with our final look at what's happening here on a Friday morning. And it's when we invite Miss Kat Corbett in. Hello, Kat. She'll be filling us in in a little bit on some fun things to do in and around Los Angeles coming up this weekend. But first, this sounds like a blast. ABC is staging a one-night-only revival of two iconic Norman Lear sitcoms, All in the Family and The Jeffersons. Why so soon? Why so soon? (laughs) It's going to air Wednesday, May 22nd. It's a 90-minute live event. Here's who will be starring as Archie and Edith Bunker. Woody Harrelson and Marissa Tomei. All right. Ellie Kemper will be starring as their daughter, Gloria. And then when we turn to the Jeffersons, we've got Jamie Foxx and Wanda Sykes as George and Louise Jefferson. And then Will Ferrell will be playing Tom Willis. You said 90 minutes. You meant nine? 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Live event, you guys. Who's playing Meathead? We I don't already know. asked it. We I don't asked know it myself. Yet. That's going to be amazing. But here's here's the title of the show, which I hope they're just still kind of workshopping this. But <laughs> live in front of a studio audience, Norman Lear's All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Uh, that rolls off the tongue. Sure. Wordy, very wordy. Uh, it's going to be hosted, though, by question. Norman Lear and Jimmy Kimmel and directed by legendary James Brown. Yes, Bean. Dumb question. Thank you. Uh-huh. Are they just playing these scripts uh, straight? Yeah, They're it's just, gonna be like a live, just recreate like the like the Brady Bunch live, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the spirit of All in the Family it, it wouldn't play well now. <laughs> it's gonna Don't be problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the the, the point, maybe yeah. a little bit of this. Interesting, yeah. and it's interesting that Norman Lear created so many shows, and he's still alive, ninety six years old. Uh, Mod, Good Times, Sanford and Son, Facts of Life, One Day at a Time. Crazy. Fernwood tonight. It was cute when it was announced. He retweeted it and just put, holy S. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the man is so with it. He's politically active. He's just, he's sharp as, what would you say, Kevin? Sharp as attack. Really? No, I mean, no, I wouldn't. I don't think that's how you said it originally after You have a, a better expression, yeah. I think, for us. What exactly know. is it? And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. Got up at nine. Made my flight, came back, shark as, sharp as a tap today. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, the joy. With Kevin. I love it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jamie Foxx, of course, playing uh, George Jefferson, he also announced plans for a new stand up comedy tour. It's going to be called Kill the Comedian. And he hasn't been out on tour uh, since. It's been a while, hasn't it? 
I feel like before Since he people even have did, been paying him $10 million to be in a movie. Yeah, yeah. before the Jamie Foxx show, even. It's a long time, right? Love him. You guys, what if you're Travis Scott and you... Go on. You skip out on uh, playing a concert in Minnesota the night before the Super Bowl. Do you remember this? He said he had some problems uh, with weather and logistics, and some people doubted it. They thought, well, maybe he just got a lot of blowback for performing at the Super Bowl because Colin Kaepernick, that, and all of that. Um, A jury has decided that Travis has to pay the entertainment events company called PJAM about $383,000. Wow. They sued him because he skipped down on it. They said that they paid Travis $150,000 up front, provided him with the private jet, but then hours before the show, he backed out. So that's a lot of money, but then you remember he's with Kylie Jenner, who's yeah. a gazillionaire, and he just finished the Astro World Tour, which made a gazillion as well. So, so it sounds like you're feeling bad for him. I am not feeling you're bad not feeling for bad. him, okay. is what I'm saying. Um, Kat, I'm glad you're in here, because when I read this story, I thought, this is just sad. Um, but- <laughs> Wait, when you see no. something no. sad, you no. need a fan? No. That's, no. no. that's a hell of an intro. Here's Damn. the thing. I thought, this is a sad story for people. And then it got turned around. I'll read it. All Here's right, the thing. All right. The average American only gets five hours of me time in a week. That's about 43 minutes a day. And I thought to myself, that sucks. I get so much. <laughs> and I thought, thank God Kat's coming in because she can at least back me up on yes, that. Yes, I can. <laughs> so most people only get in their ideal headspace um, about three and a half days a week. So no surprise that one in four Americans say, I'm not relaxed. Because they have jobs. Okay, we've got that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Partners, we don't have that so much. And kids, we don't have that as much. Anyone that loves you. Pretty much is what we're saying. I love you, Allie. I love you, Kat. (laughs) But does does that track that you only have 43 minutes a day to yourself? And is it in the car, pretty much, probably, well, driving? Probably your drive, right? Funny that you say that, because uh, some of the favorite me-time locales included your bedroom, the backyard, and a coffee shop. But others prefer alone time in their car, a bathroom, or a movie theater. That got sad. <laughs> if you're like, oh my God, I just need some time to myself, I'll be in the bathroom. I'm locking the door. That's just sad. <laughs> I mean... But- I feel like I don't mean to defend alone time in the bathroom, but I mean it's a good time to just think about when you're pooping. I feel like since the invention of the bathroom, that's the second reason why it's been used the most. Yeah, you just you for alone take some time. Break. Yeah, go yeah. relax. Yeah, especially Kevin on Easter. To... By the way, with Easter coming up, you could hide from your family, right? Mm-hmm. And Kevin and I used funny. to work for a guy who uh, used to eat his uh, lunch. Used to take his lunch every day and go sit in his car in the parking lot of the radio station just to have a few minutes peace where nobody was talking just to get some more time. <laughs> that really? man ended up shooting up the station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, so That's how valuable free and alone time was to him as he just had to, you know, kind of isolate himself. It may have been us, but no one get to him. You're awful fault. people, yeah. yeah. You guys want to name him or? No. We good? Okay. Yeah. Off mic. Jed right. the fish. 
Oh, I love it. Kat, what fun things are happening that you can tell us about? Okay, this weekend is insanity. There's so much going on. So let's just talk about tonight, which is my favorite thing, Lebowski Fest. Yes. At the Wiltern. Always fun. Abide or die, people. That's what you need to do. (laughs) Um, And the great thing about tonight is Jeff Bridges, the dude himself, is going to perform with his band, The Abiders. They're headlining tonight at the Wiltern. He goes to this like every year, and I'm like, you're too famous and good for this, but he go ahead. for it. It's just one of the most iconic awesome. characters in, in cinema. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people who have never even seen the movies quote stuff. They Absolutely. don't even realize it's from the movie. Yeah, true. Uh, also, Kyle Gass's band uh, Trainwreck is going to be performing. So, Kyle Gass of Tenacious D. So, it's also going to include uh, a screening of the film The Big Lebowski at the Wiltern tonight. And tomorrow, if you go to Orange County Fountain Bowl, unlimited bowling <gasps> and a costume party. Nice. Come on. Big Bowling. Wow. Yeah. All right. So tomorrow, Earth Day, Mm. Earth and stuff. Love the Earth. Yeah. All right. That makes one of you. We've only got one. (laughs) That makes one of you, she said. So just a couple of things for you to do. Uh, It's kickoff to National Parks Week. So all park fees, entrance fees, will be waived tomorrow Hmm. for national parks. Okay. So get on out there. All right. Uh, We also have listed at krock.com a cleanup. Uh, Tomorrow, Compton Creek at Delamo Metro Station starting at 10 a.m. Clean up in the trash, people. Making the world a better place. I like it. Do something like that. Heaven on Earth. Exactly. Yes, science. Yep, science. I love science. Um, And then on Sunday, you can celebrate 420 on 421. Because you're so high, you forget. Right. Okay. You just oversleep. And the Will Turn Again is going to have a big festival. It includes vendors and munchies and cannabis-themed photo ops. There'll be DJs and a screening of the movie Friday, Ice Cube. Smoke weed every day. Hey. That was the weirdest bong sound ever. <laughs> like, what was that? That's a bong sound. Yeah. I guess mine's just a little lower. <laughs> Sounded weird. Yeah. Thank you, Kat. Yeah. That all sounds like really fun stuff. Some birthdays for you guys. Kate Hudson, Ashley Judd, Hayden Christensen, James Franco, Maria Sharapova, Ali Wong, and the wonderful, amazing... It's just a hero of our time, Mr. Tim Curry. Oh, right. Love, love. Right. Mm-hmm. right. 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 Could he get it? Well, He's now, very sick right now, now he probably couldn't just like okay. physically, but I'd, I'd let him try. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That's what's happening. Same. It would kill him, but it would be worth it. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you, Ella. And your drive home today, listen to a. <laughs> Strikers commercial free for all is what I meant to say. He died doing what he left. (laughs) Allie McKay. A random act of helpfulness in the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Allie, you want to get high? Yes, Drew. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. This concludes our entertainment. So until next time when we shall bring you another story. Oh yeah, baby. Taking it out Kobe style. Bonsai. Remember those old World War II movies? Bonsai. Bong bong. Thank you so much 
for letting us rap. Don't hesitate. Feel free to clap. Well, I have a secret for you guys. Get out. Whoa! I'm afraid our time is up. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.